Welcome to the Wisdom Journey, where Stephen Davy is teaching through the Bible in three years. The one critical truth that you must always cling to and keep before you is the Lord Jesus' death in your place. It needs to be prominent in your thoughts. Just hours before he went to the cross, Jesus gave us a unique way of remembering what he accomplished for us. Stephen examines that today in a lesson called Preventing Spiritual Amnesia. Following World War II, I have read there were more than 200 Frenchmen who returned to Paris, and they were all suffering from amnesia. They'd been prisoners of war and and had suffered through such a horrible ordeal of starvation and and torture. Uh, They'd lost their memories Well, in most cases, their identities were quickly established from uh, Red Cross records with the help of fellow prisoners of war. But after all the efforts were exhausted, there were around 32 soldiers still unidentified. The doctors who were treating these men knew their chances for recovery uh, would be impossible unless they were reunited with their friends and family. And so they decided to publish photographs of the men on the front page of newspapers around the country. Then they announced a date when anybody having any kind of information about them, well, they ought to come to the opera house in Paris. Well, on that particular day, a huge crowd gathered inside the opera house. It was standing room only. And then in a, in a dramatic uh, fashion, the first soldier walked out onto the stage stood in the spotlight, slowly turned completely around so that everyone could get a full view of him. Then before the hushed audience, he asked, as he had been instructed, does anybody know who I am? Can you imagine such a sorrowful, anguished question? Does anybody out there know who I am? Well, the good news is all these men were reunited that day with their families. Have you ever thought about the fact that people today are basically racing around attempting to answer that same question? Does anybody know who I am? Does anybody know where I really belong? Well, if you're a Christian, the gospel answered that question for you. You were a sinner separated from God who created you and loved you enough to send his son to die for you so that you could be saved. And now, by faith in Christ alone, you are a Christian. That is, you're a member of the family of God. That, that's who you are. You belong to him. The trouble is we still battle this unique form of what I'd like to call spiritual amnesia. It's like we keep forgetting that we belong to him. And, and the Lord is about to deal with that issue here in the Gospel of Luke, now at chapter 22. Jesus is with his disciples in the upper room. He's observing the Passover with them. And in a matter of hours, he's going to be crucified. His substitutionary death in payment for the sins of the world is central. It's absolutely essential to our salvation. In fact, without Christ's death and his bodily resurrection, the Christian faith is is meaningless. So the importance of Jesus' death on the cross is obvious. The problem is, and we we see it here, we we get caught up 
in the rush hour of, of life, in the busyness of service, that all those you know, troubling concerns can capture our attention, they can occupy our time, and as a result, we tend to forget who we are and to whom we belong. By the way, Jesus knows that. So the Lord here gives us a wonderful model of his grace. He introduces to his disciples this rather precious ordinance we call the Lord's Supper or communion. This ordinance is intended to help us remember him and remember we belong to him. So now here at chapter 22, in the Gospel by Luke, we read at verse 14, when the hour came, He reclined at table and the apostles with him. And he said to them, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. So the Lord is informing his disciples here that this is the last Passover he's going to observe. He'll eat with them until he establishes his kingdom on earth following the tribulation period. When he returns, Everything the Passover pointed to, the sacrificial lamb who would deliver people from their sin and reign victorious, well, when he comes with his kingdom, all of it is going to be finally and completely fulfilled. But Jesus introduces something new here, something that wasn't found in the traditional Jewish Passover. Luke records it for us here in verse 19. And he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, the cup after they had eaten, saying, This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. See, Jesus is clearly establishing or introducing symbols here. The bread is a symbol of his body. The cup represents his shed blood. Now, it's important to understand that this bread isn't his literal flesh, and the contents in that cup are not his physical blood. I want to emphasize this because, you know, there's been a lot of confusion. There's been a lot of mysticism over the Lord's Supper for centuries. In fact, today, and to this day, the Roman Catholic Church teaches that in the hand of the priest, those elements become Jesus' body and blood. Communion, then, becomes a repetition of Jesus' crucifixion. Jesus is crucified. He, He dies all over again, again and again and again. Well, let me tell you, this makes Christ death, no more effective than some Old Testament sacrifice, which had to be repeated constantly. It also denies the truth of passages in the New Testament, like Hebrews chapter 10, verse 12, which tells us that Jesus' death was a single sacrifice once for all time. In other words, his death for our sins, now 2,000 years ago, is eternally sufficient to pay for our sins forever. And by the way, you don't need a priest to give you Jesus. You get Jesus once and for all when you ask him yourself to become your savior. You see, the eating and drinking are part of the symbolism of the Passover. The family ate that sacrificial lamb. Jesus is the final sacrificial lamb. So the idea of eating and drinking Jesus is a symbol that you've accepted him into your very being, your existence, into your heart, which is the central core of who you are. You're now a child of God. And beloved, you don't become a child of God every time you have communion. 
just as Jesus was crucified once and for all, you are saved once and for all. You don't partake of this table to become a Christian over and over again. It's something you do because you are a Christian. In fact, it's for Christians only. You might notice that Jesus waited until Judas had left this room, this upper room, before he instituted the special ordinance of communion. So Jesus Christ is saying to his disciples here, listen, after I'm gone, I want you to begin a new practice. Take some ordinary bread and wine and partake of them as symbolic reminders of my body and and the shedding of my blood. This is to be done in remembrance of me. So to this day, what are we doing by way of communion? We are remembering him. We're remembering what he's done for us. And we're remembering that he's our Savior and we belong to him. Now, Jesus also tells his disciples that this table isn't only for remembrance, but it's also a table of expectation. See, he says here to them in verse 18, For I tell you that from now on, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. By the way, did you notice Jesus calls this the fruit of the vine, not my blood? He says, I'll not drink of the fruit of this vine like you disciples will be doing for the next 2,000 years. I'm not going to drink that until my kingdom comes. So when we come to this table, we're not only remembering what Jesus did in the past, but also what Jesus is going to do in the future. He's coming back to set up his kingdom. Beloved, our greatest problem as we live in this world isn't isn't that we're going to deny the deity of Christ or that he rose from the dead. Uh, Believers don't doubt that. Those are core truths of the gospel. Our, Our problem is that we tend to forget what Jesus did, and we tend to forget that he's He's coming back and what he's going to do in the future. We, f- we forget we belong to him when we go into that, uh, that classroom or that boardroom or that locker room or, or that, that dorm room. We, we make decisions like he's not in the room with us, like we don't belong to his family. Jesus says here, do this in remembrance of me. Don't forget me. By the way, the Greek word here for remembrance is anamnesis. The negative form of that word gives us our word amnesia, not remembering. So Jesus says to observe communion uh, helps us get over our amnesia. Beloved, every time you observe the Lord's Supper, you engage in the process of preventing spiritual amnesia. You remember all over again who you are, a sinner saved by grace. You remember who he is, the sacrificial lamb and redeemer. You remember that you belong to him. You belong to his family. And you're reminded all over again that he's coming back one day. Well, until our next wisdom journey, beloved, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. That was Stephen Davey and a lesson he called Preventing Spiritual Amnesia.
Stephen is continuing this wisdom journey through the Bible. The Wisdom Journey is produced by Wisdom International. If you have a comment, a question, or would like more information, you can send us an email. Address it to info at wisdomonline.org. That email address is also the address people use to ask Stephen questions about the Bible or the Christian faith. We have a special place on our website where we post answers that Stephen provides to the questions that come in. If you come across a passage that's confusing, or if you have a question you've been wondering about, we'd like to help you. That address, once again, is info at wisdomonline.org. By the way, you might enjoy going online and looking at the previous questions and answers. Do that today, then join us next time on The Wisdom Journey. 